Hey everyone, welcome to uh, Stunt Granny Audio 294. Uh, this is Jeremy and Kevin. Uh, usually we do a WrestleMania preview audios. And right. Was it last year that we skipped, or was it the year before? It was the New York WrestleMania, so it would have been 29. Because oh, we, uh, we, we hurried up and did them all for last year because, because we were in New Orleans, so we had to get them all done. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Because <laughs> yeah, we were looking forward to last year's WrestleMania, unlike the New York one. and uh, Yeah, I did not want to put up with those conditions at the New York one. No, absolutely not. And I, I didn't... This year was kind of a weird year just because of when tickets went on sale and all that, getting married around the time they went on sale, you know. It, it just wasn't going to work out, and then... Right. The This is not in San Francisco. WrestleMania 31 is in Santa Clara. Right. Well, when they said this was the home of the San Francisco 49ers, I thought, oh, it can't be that far from Frisco. <laughs> yeah, it kind of is. Yeah, was it 45 it's, minutes? Uh, yeah, it's as far as I understand, because the lady has been in that region of the world before. Yeah. And she uh, likes San Jose quite a bit. And I guess San Jose is only 45 minutes south of Santa Clara. And it's 45 minutes from Santa Clara up to San Francisco. Then what the hell is Santa Clara near? I thought I thought San Jose was only like 10 minutes from Santa Clara. I, I don't know. I think that's what she said. All right, I'm looking this bullshit up because <laughs> I didn't really pay attention. Um, <laughs> she did say that she really liked um, uh, uh, San San Jose, though. So, uh, yeah. oh, could just go to maps or something, dude. Yeah, so I'm doing, and it's being a pain in the ass. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's only twenty. It's only twenty minutes to San Jose. Oh, that's not too bad. Yeah. So, okay. So here's the so here's the other part of the problem. There. What the hell's in San Jose other than the sharks? Um, I don't know. I'm sure I could yeah. figure something out. Well, you know what? This would have been nice to have the, prepared this part, I guess, and we could have gotten Shahid on the line and been like, "Hey." What do you have planned other than your 10 o'clock at night NXT event on Saturday and then WrestleMania at 4, 4 p.m. Uh, Pacific time? I, I don't uh, know, man. I, I, I guess this show, everybody, is going to be kind of a combination of the last Raw, the Raw build-ups going into WrestleMania. We're going to cover some of the WrestleMania matches tonight and then on Stunk Randy Audio... 294. 294. We'll actually cover the rest of them and whatever else pops up. So it's going to be kind of a hodgepodge show. So if you like that sort of stuff, then keep listening. And if not, <laughs> then just go to 294, I guess, uh, when that comes out. Uh, or we watch stuff, which should be posted in between these. And OPA, which will probably make its way on Friday. So <laughs> you don't have to listen to this. As long as you download it, it doesn't matter. Uh, we still get paid. Um I don't know where to start, man. There was some big news right before we started recording that directly uh, affects WrestleMania 31 now. Well, you know, I thought Chris told me last week that Brock had re-signed, but I'm like, I swear I didn't see any official word about it. So we were... Uh, I was out rescuing the lady from our fair neighbors, and... Um, <laughs> and uh, uh, oh, we had they had the t- the bar that we were at had it on. Okay. So we ended up watching. It. I mean, I would not normally be one to have ESPN just on. And plus, I, I couldn't believe it. I kept on seeing Brock Lesnar live up in the upper left hand corner when we were down there. And I'm like, why has that been up there? You know, at some point, like, I'm, like, through my beer, and I'm like, why is that still up there? And then they had to sit down with Michelle Beadle. I'm like, whatever, she's just the wrestling person. 
it's not going to be anything but a wrestling interview. Mm-hmm. And then <laughs> she pipes up and says, oh, he said he's going back to the UFC. But I started reading more, and I'm like, no, he's done with that, which I don't blame him for being done with that. I don't think that he would do that well. Like, unless his stand-up game has gotten significantly better between when he last got his ass kicked by Alistair Overeem, who has subsequently gotten his ass kicked by everybody else in the division. Well, he's won his last four now, I think. Oh, has he? Yeah, he he beat Roy Nelson. Well, oh. you have to remember, after I, I believe... I, I, I believe... I yeah. I, I, I did see him beat Nelson, yeah. actually. I think he's on a three or four four fight win streak. But the problem with Overeem is he keeps getting popped for some for stuff for PEDs. I think after he uh, I think after he beat Lesnar, he got popped, and then he oh, was gone right. for a year. Right. So, and then uh, he fights Bigfoot and gets clobbered in his fight first fight back. Um, you know, he kind of dominated that fight, but he got clobbered and. Bigfoot talks shit, and of course Bigfoot gets popped two fights later. But, anyways, but yeah. uh, no, I I agree with you. But I never thought Brock was going to go back to UFC to begin with. I just thought he was going to take some time off from WWE. Not not that he has he's had a strenuous schedule, mind you. But <laughs> right, you know, you can tell he'd been training for something because he's he's lost from last year to this year. He's lost a significant amount of weight. And yeah, he definitely has uh, less in the middle mm-hmm. than uh, than he did previously. Because when he took his shirt off recently, I'm like, damn, man, he looks like he's uh, he's been being serious here now. Yeah, and it'd be it'd be good that hopefully he keeps it up because he doesn't. I mean, the average WWE wrestler now is not that big. I think Cena's got to be the biggest guy out there, but most of them. I mean, I'm not saying they look normal. Because you're not supposed to say that, but they don't look like, you know, the way they used to before the drug testing. They just don't. And uh, right, you know, I'm there's, sure I'm sure there's some shenanigans, but you know, until you get caught, no one knows. So yeah, because I mean, Cesaro is probably one of the bigger guys, and he's still more uh, lean, big than he is mm-hmm. just flat, big, big. Oh, I forgot Ryback. Oh. Well, and yeah. uh, Big E, but Big E just seems like a balloon. I mean, he's a big uh, dude, but yeah, he, he and he's shorter than uh, the other two, also. Yeah, I do believe yeah. that Cena is. Well, I think Ryback and Cena are pretty close in height, and I don't yeah. really care enough to look it up. Yeah, but yeah, your Cesaro comment was on, but I remember seeing him in New Orleans last year and just going, "Wow, oh. he's a lot smaller in person." Then he looks. Then he looks like on TV, but I think that's just because right. that's a, that's an athletic build. Where Ryback, he walked by and was like, "Holy shit!" That's just like three people across. <laughs> well, that and we also saw uh, Batista, who is just a gigantic gentleman. Yes. <laughs> so yeah, we're kind of comparing him to two guys that are just freakishly large yeah, too. Yeah. Yeah, so, but yeah, the point is, you know, Brock stands out, and even yeah, even sure. with his slimmer, you know, physique, he's still a monster. And I, it was one thing I put on one of the Facebook forums. It's it was odd seeing uh, Brock with his clothes on. Oh, because it's it's always the Jimmy John shorts and a t-shirt or uh, the running pants. Well, then on right. On ESPN, he was in a, like a button-down shirt and jeans. It's like, what a weird sight! And just sit back, all relaxed. I was like, that's such a weird sight. And didn't didn't he just have a beard? Did he have a beard yesterday, or was that just me? No, he was working on one, but it was one of those like it was it was kind of like a dirt beard. Oh yeah, yeah. You know? But yeah, yeah. He must have shaved for appearance. For you know, since he had an appearance, he must have <laughs> shaved. So let it look good for the big show. Yeah, well, yeah, for sure. But he it, it, he, he knew that everyone else. Now, the, I, I guess this is one way to segue into the, the show somewhat. 
I I feel like with your commentary today, you have never watched a go home show for WrestleMania before, they, despite the fact that I know that if, in fact you have. They've been better than this. Can you all right? Name me a name me another time where they've had a uh, aging rapper, a vet, or an old vet superstar icon, a guy pretending to be him, the Special Olympics. Uh, two movie stars who had nothing to do with anything. They built up a program that has nothing going on, like match-wise, in the, the Miz and Mizdow. They're not even having a singles match. It's just going to be something in the Battle Royal. This isn't the Royal Rumble. You don't do things inside of a Battle Royal like that. I, <laughs> uh, I, Mizdow, Andre the Giant Memorial Battle winner. Unless, For him to go absolutely nowhere. Yeah, well, he could be he in the same like position as Cesaro. <laughs> if he, I mean, I guess his, if we'll see if he's in the battle royal next year. Well, then he's in the you know pretty much the same boat as Cesaro. I'm on the pre-show. Maybe I'll be in the battle royal. I mean, but no, yeah. I I didn't understand Raw at all. Uh, well, and I I never I, I never I never remember the uh, John Cena and. Even the all right, going back this far to twenty seven, the Miz and John Cena playing tug of war over the title at to close out the show. <laughs> that was I don't know if Brock just saw those dollar signs last night and then he got he just you know just totally flabbergasted and he agreed to anything. <laughs> oh um yeah, to, to me, that was one of the uh, bad parts of hype. Uh, well, it was the worst part of hype, and it was for your main match. Uh, and it was funny because it was preceded by another excellent, excellent pro- promo by one Paul Heyman. Um, I, I don't know how he's made it seem varied and different uh, over the course of this because he's had to do pretty much all of the talking. You have given Roman Reigns about 20% of the mic time. Paul Heyman's gotten, I don't know, a good 60 at least. Well, I'll go 70 and then give Brock the remaining 10. Did Brock say anything other than the night after after uh, the Royal Rumble? Did, uh, he, did he had talk to, at all? I mean, besides the sit-downs. Had, yeah. yeah, he had the sit on interview, so that's where I'm giving him his 10 minutes. Okay, okay. Well, yeah, yes, because he had the sit-downs, and they played it on Raw, SmackDown, Raw, and then probably we'll see it again at WrestleMania, and then also on SmackDown again. But, yes, exactly, Mariah. Um, she's a Brock fan, I guess. But, uh... Yeah, Heyman came out and he goes, if I haven't sold you on WrestleMania, I don't know what else to say. And then proceeds to go on 10 minutes about <laughs> hyping the match again. I thought that was pretty funny. Just... <laughs> uh, yeah, but Heyman, I mean, Heyman's a star, and I saw somebody on Twitter say, with, with, Brock, with Brock Lesnar sticking around also, that that just means more Heyman, which will be fine. Um, Uh-oh. Yeah, and that was part of the thing that made that whole belt tugging situation even worse. It was just like, ugh. Like I said to you, like, I my simple uh, solution to this not being a problem, I love Reigns grabbing it out of his hands. Mm-hmm. It's just like, you know, he, he's saying he can't do it by force, so show that you can do something by force. And then just have Reigns not really let it go, but still have Lesnar pick it back out of his hands, and then just have them have a showdown with the bell instead of playing patty cake with it. Like it, it, it's you, you've hyped these guys as two big badasses, and they end with this baby tug of war yeah. over a tiny belt. See, I wouldn't have minded if. Uh... Lesnar holding the belt up, just like in his face, and Reigns would have slapped him. Just something, <laughs> and have Brock like just stunned, like this little bitch just did this to me. 
or, or just, you know, have Reigns yeah. take the belt out of his hands and then just start laughing at Brock and, like, toss it back at him. <laughs> just, just yeah. you know, just something like that. I, I don't, I, I'm happy that it didn't come down to uh, a brawl. Because right. you, I, I've always said this, you pay to see that. You pay for them to finally get their hands on each other. And also, you could, you, it could have given Lesnar some sort of pause. Like, he uh, rips the belt away from him, slaps him, whatever. And Brock's like, well, wait a minute, maybe I under, underestimated this guy. Or even Brock could have just laughed it off. You know, been his little arrogant self. You know, right. as, and as, as a fan, Brock's, Brock's arrogance is appealing. I mean, he's backed <laughs> up everything he said. He's, his, his manager, you know, backs up everything, or Lesnar backs up everything his advocate says, excuse me. Um, <laughs> right. So to see him, like, you know, there's no doubt in Lesnar's mind he's going to win. Well, all of a sudden, Reigns just does something. I guess slapping wouldn't work because I don't want them to get their hands on each other. But, I mean, just taking the belt away from him, laughing it off, and just tossing it at him. And then even even saying something goofy, like, believe that, if they want to keep going with that. Maybe that would have <laughs> been too much. But just give something other than this little baby. No, give me it. No, you give me. You let go. No, you let go. And then that's how they ended the show. Yeah. that That is the – everything in that situation was just terrible. Um, they had built it. I mean, they had honestly done the right things with the build for that match. I felt like uh, that they could. Well, I mean, because after we last talked, they started to rectify some of the Roman Reigns looking weak problem. Mm-hmm. Um, they still shouldn't have had that go on. But for the most part, since uh, we had last talked, they had hyped this match the correct way. And it was just a bad misstep right right at the end. Although, honestly, like Heyman said, if you're not getting it already, you're not getting it. Yeah. Well, I think one of the big missteps though, is that they didn't allow Roman to talk at all the last couple of weeks. And it, the one show, he didn't say anything about it and had a match with... Uh, well, he had a match. Just kind of a throwaway match. So and that's not his fault. That's how they that's how they developed this. That's how they booked it. If you want to put it that way, whatever. Right. You know, he he's doing what he's told, and Brock apparently is doing what he's told. And I'm still gonna say there must have been some zeros on that contract for Lesnar to, to deal with that stuff because he seems to be a guy that's always kind of protected himself. You know, not saying no to things, but then just like I think. I think his on-screen persona takes over what people believe his personality is really like. Oh, right. So, so that where he would be like, no, I'm not doing this, or I'm I'm too good, I'm too much of a real athlete to do this, blah, 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 whatever. Because I, I can't see how anyone agreed, or how he agreed to play, like, kindergarten games to go into the biggest show of the year, unless you, you got... <laughs> so many zeros on this contract that you're like I that's really okay because watching and how we got on this topic watching him talk about uh, his decision that you know he said Vince McMahon made me an offer I couldn't refuse immediately dollar 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 I mean it's just it's gotta be good money it's gotta be the schedule he wanted which he made that pretty clear because he said, uh, now this is kind of weird to say on real on live TV, but he's like the only the only everything's fake except the miles and the money. And he, <laughs> and he flat out said, "I don't like the travel. I don't like it, but I like the money." I I think they need to update that. And say the pain's real too, but whatever. Yeah. Uh, I guess pain's yeah. just part of it, really. So. Well, he doesn't have that much pain because even when he's in the ring, it's not like he has to do a whole lot of selling. <laughs> okay, I'm glad you said that because this goes back to the Royal Rumble. When he took that elbow from Seth Rollins, and they've dropped this part of him having a broken rib or whatever, but boy, it sure seemed like he was really hurt. So he can sell. I mean... Right. Oh, I gotcha. <laughs> yeah, when he did that elbow, he was selling like he actually had broken ribs or whatever. I'm like, holy shit. 
And then, of course, then he pops up with that awesome moment. And I don't know. I did you did you bring up the rundown of what we were supposed to talk about on this one? Uh, well, it's kind <laughs> of funny. I, I mean, I expected to save this match for obviously the next show, but whatever. We've covered this match. Like, I I don't know what else can be said about this match. Really, like we were going to try to split it up into the four, yeah. you know, four matches and four matches. Yeah, well, there, I think there's more to be said about this, especially with the new contract. So we'll save we'll save the rest of this discussion for the next one. I think I think we can get we can jump ship on this one now and come back to it because what we've got lined up for the rest of this one's not going to take very long. So, um, yeah. So I've got I, it in front I, of me. So the the, uh, the the quick the the quickest of the lot would be AJ and Page versus. The Bellas. Okay. We, I, I'm sure we can blow through this preview pretty quickly. Was, wasn't there one preview audio where it was like the women's battle royal or something? And we said, this is the winner, and then we proceeded to talk about something else? I, yeah. I distinctly remember one of those. And I thought that was so disrespectful, but it wasn't our fault because that's all the time they put in to thinking about that. This kind of seems the opposite, though. Like last night, they ever since that three-minute match, they've given the divas or the women, uh, which I, I I like calling them women's matches still, but right they gave they've given them a longer you know, longer time frame in the ring. Only these only these women though. Yeah, like, just those four. And it's kind of paid off because last night's match was pretty damn good. Uh, yeah the. The Nikki Strong style uh, seems to be working out for her. Uh, I don't know if it's made her a. I think it's made her a better wrestler through the fact that she's completely changed her move set. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it... <laughs> and I've just uh, I've said it uh, to to Chris before, but Paige is uh, certainly my favorite Divas wrestler in quite a while at this juncture um i like aj a lot but uh, i like Paige even more yeah i think that's fair but i i I think also like right now Paige is the better wrestler only because of only because of the fact aj's had time off you know she's missed all those months of the ring rust and whatever else and it's kind of clear it was kind of clear with the last nikki bella match that aj and her had you know, she was running the ropes kind of goofy, like she was still trying to get her timing back. I mean, yeah, that's going to happen, so whatever. But yeah. I, but I, I like the fact that they got a longer match. I mean, it was good, too. And I think you're, I think you're onto something with the, cl- uh, with the styles, because I think Nikki and Paige's styles clash, but in a good way. And, you know, Nikki acting like a muscle-bound, you know, she, <laughs> I guess she would be considered thick, because she sure shit ain't fat. Um, <laughs> yeah, I mean, she has put on a lot of muscle mm-hmm. since she's been with Cena. Yeah, well, let's see what that superstar. Never mind. Just that's just <laughs> it's just <laughs> yeah, it's just uncalled Super for. Superstar. But... Yeah, <laughs> I mean. Uh, so, anyways, uh, but yeah, and it, it's helped out, and really with Brie coming back, you know making the Bella twins. Although I've noticed they've gotten away from calling them the twins. It's just the Bellas now. Oh, uh, well, except for uh, that was my favorite part of last week was uh, Booker T mentioning twin magic. There are the possibility thereof. And I'm like, is he fucking serious? <laughs> like, he can't be fucking serious. Yeah. Like, they even make fun of themselves on Total Divas, you know, for the differences at mm-hmm. this point. So it's just like that is the most ridiculous thing I think I've ever heard. Yeah, and I think they kind of got on Booker about it too, which was fitting. So, but yeah, I, and I think that's fine. Calling the Bellas, and I know they both have their own merchandise now. I guess this was also covered on Total Divas about them oh. getting their own merch. I was like, I, okay. Um, yeah, I, I, I've been filled in kind of just in a storyline kind of way by the lady who for some reason suffered through it but did not want to write a column about it anymore. Oh, I don't know why. Okay. 
she skipped a season or two and then watched this past one. I don't know why you. I don't know why you'd watch that show if you were not writing about it. That I tried, and it's it's horrible shit, and it's really counterproductive for any of the chi- any of the chicks women to be on there. So, but whatever. Uh, but yeah, but I. The, right, and the whole reason I brought up like match quality and match length is right. This is going to be the one that's going to get cut down. I mean, regardless of the give divas a chance thing, whatever, it's still going to have that problem. The thing yeah, is, this this has a good story going for it, and it's actually got kind of a multi-layered story going now. Because you've got the two girls who do not like the Bellas, you've got the arrogant champion and her little lackey sister, which is what Breeze turned into. Right. And then you've got the two faces who are kind of faces that are fighting each other. And, you know, Monday just decided to start fighting each other. So there's actually some intrigue in this match. But yet, yeah. I think I think this is obviously going to be the prime suspect that's going to get its match cut down. I don't think they can cut it out, but it's definitely going to get cut down for time. And I think that's actually yeah. kind of a shame this year. Uh, yeah. I mean, it, it, it's a four-hour show, but it, and it'll still get crammed into that first hour. Well, actually, probably not crammed into that first hour. It, it, it'll likely be a, a breather match like it has been in the last few years. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm, okay, I'm, I, I don't know. We're going to do predictions. I mean, we're never right, so. <laughs> oh, I don't care. I don't I still think that AJ and Paige are uh, gonna win this one. You think the Bellas finally get their comeuppance? So, <laughs> yeah. I, I mean, that—that's the only thing is that uh, they could have built this a little bit longer. Like, the Bellas just really didn't have the upper hand until the last two weeks. Yeah. Yeah, but it's—it's it's it nice. It's nice to see the heels, you know, actually cheating to win or something like that. So, I don't know. I, I'm figuring AJ and Paige win too as well but when you said it was going to be a filler in between matches well I think there's there's I three mean, other Nikki matches that they could be in between yeah Nikki Strong style could be a breather after a uh, say a John Cena versus Rusev match oh okay I thought we'd go with that last but alright that works for me um, um well I, I again I think we talked about this one in nothing has changed since the last time we talked, which is John Cena's painted himself into a corner to win this match. <laughs> yeah, there. This almost seems like Super Cena has to overcome because if not, this is a damaging loss. I, I think even in casual fans' eyes, that with all all the talk, I, I, this is for this country. This is for the troops. This is the show America's the best. This is the show the United States, you know, always overcomes. And if he loses, this isn't Jack Swagger losing. This isn't Mark Henry losing and then losing again. This isn't Big Show losing. This is the top draw of the last 10 years. Losing a match to a guy, you know, from Bulgaria via Russia or from Russia via Bulgaria, however that works, who clearly said John Cena's not good enough, the United States isn't good enough, and John Cena's old. I know, I know. Not all stories have to have a happy ending, but for God's sake, I mean, I'm not rooting for John Cena to win, obviously. But yeah, well, there would have been a way to position him, uh, Cena, to lose the match uh, without going into this type of rhetoric. I guess. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, you would have had a completely different buildup uh, if you want him to lose this match. Because, uh, yeah, I mean, that's part of it. And if you think that he's going to be around for any amount of time, I mean, I, you know, there's nowhere else for Rusev to go mm-hmm. if he beats Cena. If that, if, like, he has Brock Lesnar to go or Roman Reigns if he happens to win the belt. Like, he's got two options after that. So, I mean, that's the other thing about the situation is that Rusev, is kind of in a no-win situation in some ways too. Uh, if, if if he wins, yeah, that was one thing I actually was talking to Shahid about last night. Was 
I and I we talked about this on an audio before. I don't see Rusev as all that much of a heel, other than you know being mean about the United States. You know, this, but my thing is, I would love right. to see Rusev beat Cena. Keep being undefeated, going all the way into next year's WrestleMania where he takes on Lesnar in the main event where they're both like Lesnar hasn't lost since. I don't know when the last when's the last time he lost, but he's still the champion. Uh, uh, probably to Cena, actually. At Extreme Rules, right after WrestleMania twenty nine. Uh, yeah. yeah, yeah, I think so. Yeah, so oh, no, 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 he lost uh, Triple H at WrestleMania twenty nine. That's right, because that was a New York one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Oh, well, I felt like he lost to Cena in one of those title matches. He lost, no, he lost to Cena after the one in my, uh, he lost to Cena at the Extreme Rules pay-per-view after the Miami WrestleMania, if I remember right. Because, because Lesnar came out in Miami, kicked Cena in the balls, and then he lost at Extreme Rules, didn't lose another match until he lost to Triple H at 29. And then has proceeded to win every match since, which is pretty cool. And that's why this will never happen. But I just thought it would be really—I'm a big Rusev fan. The dude's just a monster. I mean, he's as wide as he is tall. Did you see that uh, hype video they had? Him like oh. lifting kegs. It, no, I haven't watched that. This should have been on TV. He—he's—he's basically in a—he's—it's all black and white. He's in a basement just throwing bags of sand down, like pretty much like Rocky, except gotcha. he's playing the Rocky role because he's in the dingy basement. He's <laughs> the one like lifting kegs instead of weights. And right. he said he said he's he's not built for looks. He's built uh, to endure as much pain or to overcome pain, all this stuff. And you're like, uh-huh. wow, that was really good. But that was for the heel. So, I, I agree with you. Rusev's got nowhere to go as well. I mean, unless unless Roman Reigns wins. If Reigns loses, then pretty much everyone's kind of spinning the wheels right now. I mean, because you're not going to have Lesnar lose at the next pay-per-view. I mean, would you? That'd be pretty stupid. <laughs> uh, yes, yes, it would be. So, I, so that's why, I don't know. I, I, I expect this to be good. I just, I just don't want... Cena's goofy faces, and he didn't do it last night, which I thought was pretty sweet. I mean, oh. yeah, <clears throat> I, I didn't pay attention actually to his goofy faces. Well, he all right. He put the two weeks ago. He put the attitude. Or, no, what's the what's the one on the ground? Oh, the STF. Yeah, oh, that's right. They just call it the STF now. That's right. Um. He put that on snug on Rusev. Now, I didn't care for the angle, like how it played out. Or three weeks ago, excuse me. I didn't like how it played out, but he put that thing on snug finally. I mean, that looked like it was legit really hurting. Unlike the normal times where, like, it's on the guy's forehead or, you know, (laughs) wrapped around the shoulder or something. Um, Okay. But then, then last night, you know, Rusev comes back and Cena's just out. And that looked painful as hell. Because... His arms were all flopped. Yeah. His arms flopped down, so he's not supporting himself on his knees. And Rusev just yanking back. I was like, "Oh my god!" So I don't yeah. know. And, and I guess that kind of established more so that Rusev's, you know, the heel, and it's fine. But I don't think the outcome's in doubt, though, which I think hurts the match. Right. I, I I've liked. Um... Rusev more since they've gotten away from the Russian stuff a bit. Um, they still haven't booked him that well um, because he still doesn't really cheat the win. And he's just, you know, what are you looking for? What are you looking at me for like that? No, I'm sorry. That I, I have the Rangers Kings game on and they showed Sarah Jessica Parker in the crowd. That's the face I made when they showed Sarah Jessica Parker. Oh, okay. Like, she's chewing gum, and she look—I mean, she looks like 
Cruella DeVille. And I was like, oh my god, what's she doing? She's like staring down at whoever was in front of her. So I was listening, I just got shocked. That's all. <laughs> I was like, what was shocking about my statement? <laughs> nothing shocking about this. No, 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 there wasn't. But there sure as shit was on TV. That's, uh. So, um, yeah, I, I mean, I've had more of a problem at this point uh, with him, with his, uh, with how they've written him more than anything else. Um, and it's not really a, I, I guess I don't have as much of a problem with him anymore. He has good matches. Mm-hmm. Um, and he's a hell of a wrestler, so I, I definitely want him to stick around. Like I hope this isn't uh, this loss isn't a, a, a sustained one like Cesaro, and he's uh, like tag teaming with Biggie Langston next year. I didn't even think of that. I, I I get the feeling there's too much invested in him though to have something like that. Uh, yeah, oh. uh, and I mean I finally think that they're kind of getting the potential out of the uh, gimmick too. Uh, so, I would, I wouldn't mind them toning down, like getting getting away from that. You can only do that for so long. Where it's like, oh right. god, he's Nikolai Volkov. All right, this isn't gonna yeah. work. But uh, one thing we haven't mentioned was Lana being totally. I mean, she's filming a movie. I mean, WWE. Movie, uh, oh well. But I mentioned my favorite uh, line to you today, and you mentioned your favorite line. For my almost live and definitely half-assed review of uh, <laughs> WWE Raw, and uh, I completely forgot about the uh, Michael. That was my second favorite line: was Michael Cole has to cover for them being idiots for sending Lana out. Yeah, during film. WrestleMania. It, yeah, that'll have less eyeballs on it than WrestleMania. <laughs> it was just your use of the word "sissy" that cracked me up. Because you don't hear people say sissy anymore. Oh. You, you just don't. You hear wussy, right. but you, like wussy's kind of taken over for sissy. And it's just funny when you – I wasn't expecting it at the end. That's what cracked me up. So, but uh, <laughs> all right. So we're both saying John Cena wins. So Yeah. All right. We got two left here, all right? Right. And I've got nothing to say about the one. And it should be a big match, but it's just not. Uh, Bray Wyatt and The Undertaker. Okay. Undertaker, uh, Undertaker legitimately looked half dead last year. And then he passes out afterwards. We haven't seen him in a year. It's like, sorry, I can't get all that excited about this. Hey, yeah, the, I, I am not uh, looking for match quality in that one at all yeah I... and uh, I, I mean I just don't see there's nothing and uh, well just like uh, with Cena and Rusev actually if Bray Wyatt doesn't win like he's toast mm-hmm. yeah, he's... you know like there, you know he needs to win really I don't see him surviving a loss. Like, and what do you do? Repackage him again after all the time that you've spent building him up? Well, it'd be nice. I mean, they could use the loss to actually give him something to talk about. That would be nice. As much as I like him, it's getting a little old. But I don't think in this case it's all his fault. What the hell is he supposed to say when the other guy doesn't even show up? When the other guy, they can't even make the effort to have him do new voiceovers. I mean, the two weeks ago, was it, when the lightning shot down and it was a canned chant, some canned uh, audio from The Undertaker? Like, you couldn't at least flown to Texas with a with a pod, with a, a speaker? I mean, like, hey, Mark, just record a couple lines here and then we can go back. I mean, you can't even do that? So, you know, I know, and Shahid was goofing on, like, he doesn't like Ray Wyatt and all that. And I'm like, well... This one's not on him. He has to go out there for four weeks and talk about the same thing, but try to make it sound different. Yeah, I, I, this week's promo was one that uh, was one of those uh, you're just completely lost as to what Wyatt's saying, and he's speaking in riddles. But yeah, I, I thought he'd been on point most of, mo- most of the time here recently. 
But uh, like you said, what, what's he supposed to do when the other guy is just a complete no-show? And I mean, I know that this is on another preview, but uh, even uh, with uh, there might be problems with uh, Triple H and Sting build up, at least they got to do something fresh by having Stephanie McMahon involved in the whole thing, since it's just been Triple H and Sting kind of facing off. And, I mean, they've always used Stephanie in, in a bit of that role. So, I mean, that got to be freshened up. Well, there was no freshening up to be had. No. With, like you said, some type of video package, even for Wyatt to respond to. Well, they, they did the whole burning of the chair, and then well, he, he, he has his urn. <laughs> And then, now all of a sudden, he can control thunder and lightning inside. And it's like, wait, what? These are all parlor tricks. Like, wait, I, I don't get it. I, I yeah. maybe that's a problem. I don't get it. Why all of a sudden does he control thunder and lightning and all this stuff? I know he's a new face of fear, but, huh? The the dead man thing only works because he's the Undertaker. By definition, that's what he is. So, having the guy that's from the bayou with his two goofy friends who aren't around now, well, let me see. Oh, no. See, I thought that it was Undertaker who brought the lightning down to burn the chair. Yes. No, no, no. That was. I'm talking about last night. Oh. When, like, they had the thunder sounds, and he was saying this is all him controlling it now. I was like, what uh, the hell are you talking about? And it's just, it's like a lot of noise. It's, what's that, uh, talking loud, saying nothing sort of thing. Uh, yeah, I guess maybe that's the uh, part of loss. Like, maybe I just completely checked out during the parlor trip. I wouldn't, part of I it. wouldn't have blamed you. But or, I mean, or maybe I went and grabbed myself a snack. <laughs> yeah, well, that too. But, I mean, they could have done anything with that last night and had, had uh, all of a sudden the lights go out and Bray's like, you can't get you can't fool me whatever else and then have like the urn back in like he didn't even have the urn with him but like the urn's all of a sudden there or all of a sudden the burnt chairs in the middle of the ring just something but i mean i guess it'd be hard to pull off with everyone having their cell phones out now but yeah well they just play camera tricks at that point mm. so i'm trying to think of who they oh they did that with sting and triple h again yeah but I, it, uh, but it just it, it doesn't seem like any effort's been put into this other than Bray's part. Like they were like, right? They made the conscious decision to not have the Undertaker show up, and that's actually okay because it, it creates some intrigue, to what he's going to look like, how he's going to be dressed, all that sort of stuff. I actually like that part. But you could have done something else. You could have right. come up with some video it's packages, any- like just canned shit of like the desert and vultures and. You know the long road vultures over knee under uh, above, and there's a grave, and a hand pops out. Just something, any horror movie trope from the 1960s would have been absolutely adequate for this. And then new, new audio from the Undertaker, and then you're like, okay, this actually seems like there's some effort being put in here. Not poor Bray being stuck out there at the 10:45 slot to try and keep you interested in stuff. Okay, but that being said, yeah, can you, I mean, so is the Undertaker going to be 20 and 2, or is it, no. Yeah. No, 21 yeah. and 2, right? It would be, if he lost, it would be yeah. 20, 21 and 2, yeah. 21 2, yeah. But I mean. Yeah. <laughs> because, I mean, Brock Lesnar loses his selling point if Bray Wyatt wins. Mm-hmm. Well, no, he stole the first one. Uh, right. No, he—that's easy to get around. Say, well, see, I proved—I proved how it could be done. Now everyone's just copying me. Nah, that sort of stuff, I guess. <laughs> I don't know. But hell, they, well, yeah, they could even have Eric and or Rowan and Harper come out and help him win. You know, just something because those two are oh. well, Rowan more so than Harper, but those two are kind of lost right now. Well. Yeah, Harper's only not lost because he's a jobber. 
and, and they at least give him the respect of having good matches, yeah. aside from Eric Rowan, who just constantly doesn't even get in matches. And just <laughs> has- <laughs> Rowan literally gets one foot in the ring, and it's over. That's just that's really. I didn't. I don't see why he's being treated that way, but that's not for this one. But yeah, man. I mean, I don't know how this is gonna go over. Yeah. So Bray talks all this shit, goes over Dean Ambrose pretty strong, beats everybody pretty strong, only to have Undertaker, the guy who lost what, a year ago, hasn't done anything since to come out and beat him. When when the like the aura of his WrestleMania streak being done. I don't know. I mean, yeah, I'm yeah. guessing. I don't know how into the Undertaker the crowd's going to be as well, because I always thought a lot of his mystique at WrestleMania was because he was undefeated. Oh, so it was a lot of respect being thrown his way. Like, yep, here's this guy. He's going to put on a hell of a match. He's going to win. And now it's like, well, here he's going to put on an okay match. I mean, let's be honest. Lesnar Taker wasn't all that great because he got concussed thirty minutes or three minutes into it. So, yeah, and uh, well, I don't even know how he's going to deal with Wyatt's offense. Mm-hmm. Uh, just in a in a physical standpoint, not a he does point. Yeah. Uh, because I mean, Wyatt kind of has this small guy's move set. Because like that flying cross body thing, like I know that oh. it's impressive because he's a big guy, but it's kind of a little guy kind of a move. Well, it's a it's a yeah, it's a like big man on little guy move. I, I yeah. think I think it'd be look more impressive if you know Taker takes it and like just sells it like a champ, which. Who knows how it'll actually affect him. But I mean, Wyatt's got a lot of big uh, big moves, though. I mean, I'll, I'll give that one. I mean, even the Sister Abigail's kiss, whatever the hell that thing's called, his finisher. Um, yeah. He, he has a lot of just power moves. So I, I think we also underestimate how big Bray Wyatt is, too. I mean, maybe it's the camera angles, but those arms are looking rather large lately. <laughs> so, well, maybe it's just the Hawaiian shirt that throws me off. <laughs> it could be, but I mean, for the for the sake of time and also for the dead horse part, I, I'm yeah. gonna I'm gonna stick to my prediction from last year and say there's no way the Undertaker loses this, just so he yeah. loses because I, <laughs> I there's more money in a future with Bray Wyatt than there is with Undertaker winning this match, right. So. Yeah, and then uh, the last match really uh, that we had listed, there isn't that much to say about it either. As much as I'm looking forward to it, uh, the Intercontinental Title match, uh, ladder match. Yeah. Well, wait a minute. Who the hell are you gonna take with Bray Wyatt and the Undertaker? Oh, Bray Wyatt. I already oh. said I was taking Bray Wyatt. Oh, you were. Oh, okay. Right. Yeah, I said that there's nowhere to go with Bray Wyatt if he. Uh, if he loses this match pretty yeah. early in, in our whole discussion. So. All right. I didn't know that was a prediction. That's so, the, okay. that's the right. <laughs> But, yeah, see, the, the IC title ladder match. You know something's wrong when the most entertaining guy is R-Truth. I want R-Truth to win this match just because he's actually been kind of fun. Yeah, what's up exactly? Yes. Yeah, well, they've—he's pretty much been the only one that's been given any mic time within the whole lot of everybody. Uh, Wade Barrett got a little. Uh, Ziggler and Brian got to blow each other a little bit, and <laughs> um, I don't know. Dean Ambrose just pretty much said he's going to WrestleMania back on that whole uh, snowed-in edition of Raw, and he's pretty much just shown up to loud cheers and nobody knows what the fuck he's doing. Well, he's the lunatic fringe. He doesn't know what he's doing. But yeah, I, I don't know, man. It's going to be one of these train wreck... It's going to be one of these train wreck matches, and I 
I want to hope that Daniel Bryan, the reason he's losing to Dolph Ziggler clean is because he's going to win this match and then Dolph's going to have a legit beef saying, hey, I've beaten you twice. We should be feuding. I, I should be the champion. So let's do this. And then they have a nice few-month run with it. Yeah, Other than that, that would be... I mean, I, I mean, that's the only type of thing. Like, And I mean, I don't know if I've discussed it with you, but I definitely did with Chris. Like, there's only... Uh, like, Daniel Bryan and John Cena are probably the only two viable people. And then, again, I'm not saying that they're going to. I'm just saying they're the only two people that can restore those tarnished titles within the WWE. Because Brock Lesnar is going to spit on Vince McMahon if he suggests him taking the IC or the U.S. title at this point. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I mean, there's been those rumors that that's what Triple H wants to do is you know have Lesnar retain and then Daniel Bryan and Cena you know be the focal points with those two titles. It's a ballsy move to try. I mean, I think Cena would be fine because he be he could promote you know whenever he promotes stuff. He's got that movie Trainwreck coming out this summer. He's the United States champion. Gives it some luster, at least. Um, right. But, you know, th- that's a whole different subject that, oh, you know, but, to try and get some, you know, get the tarnish off of it. But that's a long road, man. But I do think that that kind of a feud, though, I mean, you're talking about a couple of months feud with him and Ziggler. They could really help bring that you know the IC title back if yeah. that's the plan yeah, you know uh, yeah. I don't know that it is you don't know that it is yeah. um I think it would work if if that's the plan yeah I also think it's kind of a slap in the face of Barrett well really anybody who wins that title it's kind of demeaned but Barrett gets the belt and for half of the time he doesn't even get the hold. I mean he doesn't even actually have it like, Wade Barrett's done nothing wrong except get injured by other people throughout his tenure since he's been up. And it's... I'm still sticking to he'll main event at WrestleMania sometime, but... I, the treatment... The, I, don't, I don't know where anybody outside of this match, and that's Barrett included, is where this was going. Nobody has anywhere to go after this except for Daniel Bryan and Dolph Ziggler, based off of their two matches. Like, our truth has he even had a singles match in the last year? Like, has he... I'm trying to... I'm honestly trying to think. Oh, yeah, Wade Barrett. I forgot he upset yeah. Wade Barrett on SmackDown. Right. But... Okay. Yeah. Their, uh, their mid-card is still just a complete mess. Yeah. Like, yeah, none of the mid-card actually feuds with anybody. They feud with each other. The mid-card feuds... Yeah, that, I mean, <laughs> there's there's nothing discernible about like oh, I'm mixed in with your stuff. Well, I'm mixed in, and it's okay to have intertwined stories, as long as you know GI Joe and Cobra are fighting over here. Well, inside of those, they have all these other plots mingling, you know, left and right, you know. But they're still the main the to the main focal points, and that's just totally lost. And right. That's why you know the match should be entertaining because of the high the high risk moves, the stupid bumps they're gonna take, which I don't. With well, knowing the guy's got a neck injury now, it's kind of a weird thing to watch, like Daniel Bryan. Um, and right. Then, you, know, you know, like Dolph's, Dolph's had his history of concussions, I mean bad ones. Uh, and we've already seen you know Corey Graves is out of a I mean not out of a job, but he's out of the ring now because of taking too many. Um, so you have to wonder, like, how how far is Dolph away from just having one more? Yeah, I, I, I don't know. Yeah, and I'm not trying to sound like one of those people, like, well, I'm not going to watch this because of, cause I'm going to watch. I'm going to enjoy it, hopefully. <laughs> but, you know, there's still that little lingering point back there. Um, yeah, I, I guess I'm more the one that it's just like, uh, I, I, I don't understand why they let the, or why they do that. I don't know yeah. unless unless they get him to take the Daniel Bryan. Or I'm sorry, Daniel Bryan and Ziggler take the Edge coffee break for a while, which would be fine. 
it's a way around it. But, yeah, but even even those two, and then like as I, like I said with uh, Wade Barrett, he's consistently getting hurt at other people's hands. This just seems. I mean, if he gets hurt one more time in a match, he's essentially the English Sin Cara, <laughs> and that's not good. So. Oh man, yeah. <laughs> now, I, have you heard the rumors about Sheamus possibly showing up in this? Oh well, they keep on saying he's going to return. Mm-hmm. Uh, um, it, I don't think he can be the one to restore the belt. I mean, as much as I like him, uh, although again, like he's more of a he needs a character change kind of thing going on. Well, the, well, the one plan I read, and, and you know how reading stuff is now. That right. the plan may be for him to show up and cost Daniel Bryan the match, and then have those two feud. Oh, okay. A, a heel Sheamus, I am all for. I still want. I still want to see a Cesaro, Wade Barrett, and uh, Sheamus kind of like triple feud. Even though oh. we just literally just got done saying that they don't have any discernible feuds in the mid card, but just. You yeah, know. well, Seamus and Barrett had their own things, but well, you, and, remember you, know. that, you remember that Cesaro, Cesaro and Seamus had a match before WrestleMania last year. Oh, and they had a couple after WrestleMania. Yeah, and they were great. I mean, two right. guys beating They're the hell out of fun. each other. Ugh, yeah. it was fun. So, but yeah, but I, I, they, they got that little wrinkle they can throw in, but I think it'd be a little too much. I mean, I, I think we can eliminate Stardust from winning. Uh, R-Truth, honestly, no chance. Uh, I guess Dean Ambrose could, but I still think the money's on Daniel Bryan winning and then him and Ziggler feud for a couple months to try and get it back up. Like, you know, it's the main event of the house shows if they want to do it that way. You know. Uh, I, 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 I'll just uh, leave it there at the... Uh, they'll they'll get it back up. <laughs> yeah, I mean, hopefully. And I hope you're talking about the title with that sentence. So, you're that, you're the one that said it first. That's just weird. <laughs> yeah, well, <laughs> I know what I'm thinking. Um, <laughs> uh-huh. <laughs> but all right, so we've got let's for, as we've got a split decision yeah. on Bray Undertaker. Uh, I got Daniel Bryan in this one. Who you who do you? Yeah, I'm going with uh, Daniel Bryan in this one. They they really seem to be setting him up uh, for that mm-hmm. win. Uh, so well, I, I don't see any reason for it not to be him. Ambrose is the close second as far as the choice. Yeah. Ziggler going over ensures that he's not going to be the one. But, yeah. hey, he, well, he's another one where in that situation, if they turn him heel feuding with Daniel Bryan, that might not be a bad thing either. Yeah. I, I also... I just thought of this. I kind of get a kick out of Wade Barrett winning just so Monday night he can come out and go, if you if you thought blah, blah, blah was going to, if you thought I was going to walk out of WrestleMania as the former Intercontinental Champion, I've got some bad news for you. Yeah. That'd be kind of fun. I wouldn't mind that, too. Um, <laughs> uh, I think we're both going with Cena to win. Uh, yeah, okay. both picks. And then we're both going with AJ and Paige. Yep. So we, we, we agreed on everything except for Bray Taker. Right. So, uh, yeah, that brings us to the end of 293. Yeah, sure does. So 240, so, we'll cover the rest. And we can get back into the Brock and Roman Reigns. I said 293, not 239. Yeah, well, two, well, you know what? In my world, 293 <laughs> is followed by You're 240. For half of it, <sighs> that's that. Is that even a short-term memory problem? Because I <laughs> I heard what you said, it just didn't register. And, and yeah, and you even said the right thing to open the show. So. Yeah, well, you know what? That's why, because it, it <laughs> I had to botch it somehow. So, <laughs> all right, well, let's get out of here on this one. Uh, thanks for listening. Uh, check back probably Thursday. I think I I guess. I don't know. Yeah. What day, what yeah, day we'll, for number 294? Um, but yeah, in the meantime, here come the plugs. You can just stop the auto if you want. 
Uh, you can follow us at Stunk Granny on all social media. I'm Granny Maze on Instagram, which is pretty much all I really use. I feel like pictures of beer and food. Um, and the occasional dog. Um, you're DeFranco11. Um, yes. I was just waiting for you to go into it. I'm like, oh, I can check out for a second. He usually does both of them. <laughs> yeah. So you can follow us on Stunk <laughs> Granny on everything. Uh, if you... <laughs> If you get a, uh, if you got Stitcher, uh, any sort of podcast program, just put in Stunt Granny. You get all the shows. Opa, we watch stuff. Stunt Granny audios, and whenever we decide to do other stuff. So, uh, thanks for listening. Come back on later this week. Like again, probably Thursday, but who knows? So I'll let Kevin take us out. Good night, grandkids. <laughs>